0: Hello and welcome. Thanks for listening to the Embodied Astrology Horoscopes for Cancer Season in 2019. My name is Renee. I'm a consulting astrologer and somatic intuitive. These horoscopes are meant to aid you in your healing, assist you in your expansion, and help connect you with your intuition and highest self. As you listen, please listen with an open mind and appreciate the symbols and suggestions. Take what works for you, leave the rest. Remember that these horoscopes are describing general energy for each sign it's up to you to get specific. I suggest that you listen to the horoscope for your sun and your rising sign. Your sun sign is what you tell people when they ask, what's your sign? It has to do with the time of year you were born. Your rising sign has to do with the time of day you were born in the place you were born. If you know your birth information, you can find out what your rising sign is by getting a free natal chart on my website embodiedastrology.com in the horoscope section. If you enjoy your horoscope, please also take a listen to Embodied Astrology for Cancer Season. In this episode, I'll take you on a tour of Cancer's zodiacal energy through our bodies, hearts, minds, relationships, and the world at large. Everyone has every sign in their chart, and Cancer represents amazing and important energy for each of us. You can find the Cancer Season episode linked in the show notes from my website or as a separate track on your favorite listening platform. All of my audio horoscopes, guided meditations, and podcasts are offered for free. If this work benefits you and your life, please consider making a one-time or recurring donation to help keep it going. Recurring monthly donations can be made at any amount and will grant you access to my expanded monthly reports. These reports are 15 to 20 pages that outline the upcoming month's most important planetary aspects and lunar cycles and offer suggestions for how to work most effectively with this astrological energy. If financial contributions aren't possible for you at this time, the number one way you can support this work is by sharing it with your family, friends, and networks. Finally, I want to add a special announcement for any of you who are ready to dive deeper with embodied astrology in your life. This autumn from September 28th through October 2nd, I'm offering a very special retreat in Southern Washington. We're going to be exploring the expansive potential and personal manifestation power of Jupiter and Capricorn. This is a year-long transit, which goes from December 2019 through December 2020. This three-day retreat includes daily movement, meditation, art, writing, and astrology classes where you'll learn how to work with your own chart. And you'll still have time for long walks on the beach, hot saunas, and good company. Get more information at embodiedastrology.com in the play and learn section under live events. Thanks so much for tuning in, everyone. Now, on to your horoscopes. Hello Sagittarius, thanks for listening. This is your audio horoscope and month ahead forecast for cancer season. Cancer season extends between June 21st and July 22nd and it is the time of the year when the sun travels through the part of the sky and radiates the quality of life that we call cancer cancerian this quality of light has a lot to do with very personal emotion and content and bonding if you want to learn more about cancer and how to work with this energy as i mentioned in the introduction please do listen to the embodied astrology cancer season report i give you a lot of tools in that report to work skillfully with this energy and to recognize it where it comes up Throughout the course of this month, there's a lot of activity in the sign of Cancer and in its opposite sign, Capricorn. And as I get into the month ahead forecast, I'm going to be talking about several aspects. And I just want to say now that these are the main themes for the upcoming month is what is going on in these different parts of your chart. So for you cancer as a sign rules the solar eighth house. This is the part of your chart that has to do with deep emotional entanglements, with the subtext of your relationships, what is underneath the surface of your most important relationships. This is where we find information about vulnerability, intimacy, the kinds of uh, entanglements and enmeshments that come with sex, with death, with inheritances, with deaths. We also have themes of secrecy, and shame and the taboo and what is kind of kept beneath the surface. It's a very personal place in the chart with a lot of power. And as the sun comes into this part of the chart, these themes get illuminated. The sun is meeting up with Mercury and Mars, which have also been traveling through Cancer for the last couple of weeks. So this is not entirely new energy. And the sun is also meeting up with the North Node. The north and the south nodes are the eclipse points. The south node is currently in Cancer's opposite sign Capricorn. And the eclipse points have a lot to do with what we might think of as karma, experiences and growing awareness that we are being propelled towards or compelled towards, and also therefore what we have to leave behind. Over the course of the next 30 days, there is, as I said, a lot of emphasis in this part of your chart and a lot of opportunity for growth. As we get into the first 10 days or so of Cancer season, Venus in your opposite sign of Gemini makes a couple of aspects. One aspect is to Jupiter. Um, Jupiter is your planetary ruler currently traveling through your sign. Another aspect Venus makes is an inconjunct to Saturn and Capricorn, and then a square to Neptune and Pisces. Venus in your opposite sign signifies something that's going on in important relationships or potentially just your awareness of yourself as a social person, how you're meeting the external world, but specifically important partnerships, committed partnerships, and other people who require you to come to the bargaining table a little bit. You want to be in each other's lives or you have to be in each other's lives. You have to figure out how to make that happen. Communication is key this month, and particularly these 10 days or so. There may be struggles or challenges in communication, especially if communication is uh, influenced by stuff that's going on at home. Um, And home is going to be a very personal experience for anybody that's part of a dynamic. Home is something that we experience internally I think in some ways more than externally. We have our physical homes, of course, we have the people that we call family, but the ways that we bond, how we feel safe, how we feel our place in things, this is quite personal and how each person relates to home as an idea and as a felt sense uh, is quite unique to each person. So between June 23rd and um, 25th, there's some energy here that for me, at least I want to give you encouragement to communicate with as much skill as you can and with as much curiosity as you can. Resist coming to hard and fast conclusions. Try and Uh, resist taking things personally um, like other people and what they're going through. The more you can ask questions, the more you can be receptive, um, and the more that you can soften in any kind of triggers that you may experience around your own safety or um, sense of belonging or at-homeness in yourself, the better. Uh, you, you want to expand your sense of safety right now. And sense of safety, of course, is very real. And is also something that we can work with in our own energy, with our own breath, with attention. Take some deep breaths in the beginning of cancer season. Um, meet any relationships with Presence, with curiosity, and with good naturedness. This is not a time to rush through your relationships or again jump to any kinds of conclusions. On June 26th, Mercury enters Leo. And Mercury will be in and out of Leo for the next um, month or or six weeks or so due to its upcoming retrograde. So Mercury enters Leo on the 26th, and it turns retrograde in early Leo on July 7th, and then it will travel back into Cancer, where it will turn direct on August 2nd. Leo for you is a very personal place in your chart. It describes um, your purpose In a lot of ways. And this is not so much the activity um, or, like, you know, what it is that you're here to do. It's more of the idea. What do you believe in? What are your driving and defining principles? As Mercury moves uh, back and forth between Leo and Cancer in its retrograde, some important questions for you to reflect on um, have to do with the nature and relationship between your intimacies, vulnerabilities, and shadow, and your path and your purpose. Mm, Spend some time really reflecting on how you come to your important decisions, your your big questions and the answers that you seek. Where is the impetus to move into these questions and answers? Um, you definitely want to examine deep underlying emotional bondage ways that you might be compelled and propelled in your life through insecurity or through fear. You want to try and dispel those states as much as you possibly can. Think into your larger sense of purposefulness, your optimism, and the ways that you really want to be expanding in your life. This is where you have absolutely the most potential right now. As Mercury enters Leo, um, it also begins its storm. So the storm begins on June 28th, and the storm is the period of time that directly um, precedes or comes after Mercury's station, either retrograde or direct. And this period of time is some of the wonkiest uh, in the mercury retrograde cycle. So please be careful between June 28th and July 7th, be really mindful of your decisions, your actions. This is not a great time to initiate new projects. This is really not a good time to sign important contracts or make agreements. Um, If you're already in process around something, definitely you can continue with it. But you, you also really want to get as much information as you possibly can. Try and work with as much leniency as you possibly can. Um, if you can give yourself clauses, amendments, um, ways to renegotiate later, just in case a lot of times in the Mercury retrograde, we uncover information or we come to some kind of conclusion uh, in ourselves that really changes the outcome of something. And so again, some of the terrain here has to do with your deeper emotional um, capacity and then how you want to be moving out into the world from that place. So the things that hold you back are going to be uh, up for examination. You are probably going to be working with some kind of layers of insecurities, of doubts, of fears, maybe of really deep desires. You could get what you want can you handle it? Can you go for it? For a lot of us, getting what we actually want maybe is kind of the scariest thing sometimes. So over this uh, retrograde, you definitely want to be reflecting on these ideas. And then in these couple of days around uh, Mercury's storm, really go slow. Give yourself enough time to think things through and to feel things through. On July 1st, Mars enters Leo. Again, the part of the chart that has to do with your larger questions, um, with the ways that you seek to expand and pursue knowledge. Mars will travel through Leo until August 19th. It's bringing a lot of energy to this part of the chart. This part of the chart is also significant for teachers, publishers, broadcasters, or any uh, people who are working with dissemination of knowledge and access to wisdom. So if you're working in higher education or any kind of um, religious or spiritual organization, or any anyone who's working across borders, um, if, if you involve yourself in expanding access and expanding education and Expanding knowledge, then especially Mars and Leo is going to be significant for you and brings a lot of energy into these themes. On July 2nd, there is a new moon and solar eclipse at 10 degrees of Cancer. Check your natal chart to see if you have any important placements around 10 degrees of the cardinal signs. That includes Cancer, Capricorn, Libra, and Aries. A new moon is always a time for new beginnings and setting a new intention and a solar eclipse supercharges a new moon. It really underscores that new beginning feeling and it is a time, the eclipses are times when quite significant change can happen and sometimes the change is really a, a shift in perspective or a realization or that we have a, a particular kind of feeling that something may have been more, um, under, cover for a while. And then it really surfaces in our awareness and we can't ignore it anymore. So, again, this is the part of the chart that has to do with the subtext of relationship and deeper emotional entanglements. It's so important for you that you are listening deeply to your desires as well as to the more subconscious and unconscious emotional factors that can come up in any important relationships, but particularly in relationships where there are resources and energy being shared. Um, somebody that you're sharing money with, if you're sharing power, if you're sharing decision-making responsibility. These relationships are particularly loaded. So at this new moon, really consider how is it that you want to share power? How is it that you want to share spaces of intimacy and vulnerability with others? The sign Cancer signifies inclusion, softness, tenderness, and transparency. Soften, soften, soften is the motto around this eclipse and definitely with these themes. On July 3rd, Venus enters Cancer. It will transit Cancer through July 29th. Venus brings a magnetic, benefic, beautiful, attractive influence into this part of the chart. I think that if you rest with these questions around deeper emotional truths and entanglements, um, you can really rest in your heart. There's nothing to hide right now. There's a lot of curiosity. There's a lot of emphasis on conversation. And the more you let yourself be seen and transparent, the better off uh, the outcomes will be. On July 8th and 9th, we've got several aspects. Mercury comes together for conjunction with Mars and early Leo. Leo, Um, Venus and the sun in Cancer make a number of aspects across the chart, including an opposition to Saturn. And we have a second quarter square, the um, half circle lunar phase in the sign Libra. And finally, Chiron turns retrograde and Chiron will travel retrograde through mid December. So the 7th and the 8th uh, and ninth and 10th, but... (laughs) those dates the 8th and the ninth, are the dates where these aspects are happening the 7th and the 10th being the days before and after will probably also be quite intense in their energy there may be a lot of stimulation uh, these days and for you again these are aspects that are occurring specifically in the relational houses so a lot of information and potentially emotional demand for you As Chiron turns retrograde, it is moving through the part of the chart that signifies your creative energy, your creative output, your personal expression, any kinds of creative projects that includes art projects for sure, but also your hobbies, anything that you love, and your children. Chiron turning retrograde is a reflection period. This is a span of time, five or six months or so, when you're really thinking about how it is that you want to express yourself, how it is that you want to use your vital energy. Chiron is a healing force, and we heal as we come into greater awareness and clarity of our influences, as we gain tools for psychological understanding, and as we kind of give up being perfect, so this is a, a time, especially in this very personal part of the chart, to consider... Um, non-perfection have a good time the solar fifth house is the place of creativity and personal expression but also fun playfulness romance please let yourself off the hook for perfection and consider how you can be just simply be in as much truth and authenticity as you possibly can On July 14th, the Sun in Cancer opposes Pluto in Capricorn. And then on July 16th, Venus in Cancer opposes Saturn in Capricorn. And this is the same day that we have a lunar eclipse and full moon in Capricorn. So again, we've got all of this emphasis uh, in the Cancer-Capricorn axis of the chart. Um, I haven't talked so much about Capricorn yet. So let's define what this is for you. Capricorn rules your solar second house. This has to do with your values, your assets, your wealth, and your self esteem. As the opposite of the eighth house, where we find your vulnerabilities, your intimacies and enmeshments, you might be able to understand how these two places in the chart work together. Your values, how you conceive of your self-worth, how you advocate for your worth, how you earn money has a lot to do, of course, with how you're going to feel yourself um, in intimacy, in vulnerability, how you ask for what you're worth, how you share your resources with your partners, how your partners share their resources with you. The lunar eclipse and full moon in this part of the chart suggest a kind of culmination of something and recognition that you're done with a particular phase in your life. And I want to say that this phase probably has something to do with a value system or a a self-esteem pattern that is keeping you small, that's keeping your energy from really moving into the place where it wants to be being that this part of the chart rules wealth, there may also be um, some kind of issues coming up around resources at this time. The predominant theme of um, the planetary energies here, Saturn and Pluto, the oppositions they're receiving from the Sun and Venus, and of course the eclipses, have to do with letting go of outdated modes of being, letting go of authoritarianism and internalized oppression around morality, rightness, uh, rules, traditions. It's important for you that you, again, soften, that you can... Kind of lean into the places in your life where you may have a little bit more insecurity, where it feels like a growth edge, where you need to ask for help, where you can open up and rely on other people and let yourself be assisted and in relationship with them. It's not useful for you right now to be totally self sustaining and autonomous. It is really important for you at this moment to broaden your perspective and concepts of what it is to be in relationship, what it is to be in family, what it is to be in partnership. That can include so many different kinds of relationship as well. Finally, on July 21st, Venus in Cancer goes on to oppose Pluto in Capricorn, and the Sun and Mercury form a conjunction at the very last degree of Cancer. So Venus opposing Pluto and Capricorn continues this emphasis on opening up, on allowing yourself to be transparent, allowing yourself to be seen, and letting go of rigidity, letting go of um, any kind of maintenance or internalization of values that don't actually make room for you, don't make room for your ongoing evolution. Mercury and the sun coming together is the beginning of a new Mercury cycle that will last through mid-November. This is a conceptual cycle where you are really thinking quite deeply about these themes that I've mentioned, your intimacy styles, your fears, your insecurities, and what it is that you're here to do in the world, what it is that you're growing into a larger sense of life purpose, the bigger questions that you're wanting to ask. Spend this time letting yourself ask the questions, being with the sensations. You don't need to get into any of the answers for now, but over the course of this next month, there's quite a lot of support for you to be doing reflection and sensing and process with all of these questions and themes. That's what I have for you for now. I hope this horoscope is useful for you and that you found a uh, interesting points for your own observation and growth. Um, Thank you so much for listening. Happy cancer season. Bye for now.